This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Age of Radio. Pre-roll time. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions and the Inked Marketing Solutions crowdfunded comic for this here podcast is, uh, well, it's it's rather suiting, actually. It's the Nefarious Smiths. The Nefarious Smiths trouble in Tijuana, to be precise, over on Kickstarter now. Do not miss out on this this, <laughs> this incredibly incredibly fun book. If you don't know who the Nefarious Smiths are, well, they're uh, they're they're, they're Canada, Canada's craziest. Uh, well, I don't know, family of villains. Uh, they're they're a whole lot of fun, man. It's 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 like the Fantastic Four, evil. Uh, oh man, I, I've been following this this uh, the series and Doug, the creator, and um, the, the the Smiths family for well I don't know so the, the duration of the podcast now like well over two years and now back on Kickstarter for this incredibly fun one shot and I could say that because I signed it. So head on over to Kickstarter now, search the Nefarious Smiths Trouble in Tijuana, and uh, back this book while there's still time. Oh man, you're not. <laughs> it's so goddamn good. Now, uh, once again, proudly brought to you by uh, Inked Marketing Solutions. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. the cheers to comics podcast i'm brian wayne and this is uh episode 314 as i look at my watch for some reason to try to figure that out uh but it worked 
Episode 314 of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a poll list priorities. I'll be going over the priorities, priorities, prioritize for the uh, uh, you know, the books coming out in the future. You know, I'll be talking about the stuff that's uh, probably already pre-ordered, right? Coming out next week with new comic book day, but most importantly, the uh, the stuff on the uh, the FOCs. You know, stuff that you got to pre-order. Otherwise, it don't get made. Don't get made. You don't get it. You know, it sucks. So uh, let's uh, let's just get on with it, huh? So the uh, FOCs or final order cutoffs. Uh, this is the stuff that you know, like I said, you got to pre-order it. Otherwise, it doesn't get printed. It doesn't get printed. You got to go to eBay, and then uh, yeah, you're that person on Facebook going, "How come my book wife damaged?" It's because you didn't pre-order your fucking shit. You know, and it showed up to the comic book store late, if at all. You know, sometimes the books don't even make the shelves. You know. We've all dealt with FOMO before, and if uh, you, you you don't like the FOMO, then just listen to the FOCs, you know? All right, let's fucking do this, man. Starting with Lunar Distribution. Yeah, so the books, uh, I, I technically these books have to be um, ordered through your LCS by Sunday at the absolute latest, because they're a whole different company. Their books come out on Tuesday. So yes, the uh, the books on the FOCs for the 23rd from Lunar, it's going to be Scout Books and DC Books, but you know that by now, right? Um, maybe you don't. We're here to learn together. Alright, starting with uh, Batman Fortnite, zero point number six, that one's doing its thing. Hold on, am I not all the way back? No, yeah, that's the beginning. Wow, no, uh, no variants on that, nothing, it looks like. Cool. Uh, <laughs> And then from uh, Scout, Black Friday's wrapping up with its third issue. Fuck yeah, I can't wait to read that. Oh man, I got the Ashcan in the Scout subscription box. And, you know, you can still go to scoutcomics.com and get this and save 10%, you know. Use code CHEERS10 at checkout. That works, that works. Um, yeah, you can totally skip the whole FOCs on this book, or Scout. Um, and that goes for any Scout book, for that matter. Just go to scoutcomics.com and at checkout, use code CHEERS10 and save some fucking money. It's about the same amount you'd be saving pre-ordering it. So, yeah, there you go. There's a step. Uh, you get it you get sooner, too. You'll get it sooner, more than likely. All right, continuing on. Um, more from DC Catwoman on its 32nd issue, another badass Jenny Frisson variant. Um, from the uh, subdivision of Scout, for the youngsters, out of Scoot, we have Claire and the Dragons. It's another $2 book. Uh-oh. Mmm, promising looking it is. Why do they sound like Yoda right there? Uh, the villagers talk about the crazy old hermit, Lone Tar, who lives in the caves. They say he stands guard against dragons that will never come, creatures that exist only in his mind. Young Claire is the only one who believes him and has befriended the old outcast. She doesn't realize that he has been training her to fight and telling her the ancient stories for a very special reason. Lone Tar wants Claire to take his place and save the ungrateful people who mock them both. Um, and then it continues on with more words. But I think that's enough, right? Fuck, that sounds like something I probably would be into, to be honest. I'm going to pick that up for... Uh, me and the the little one. Um, Flash on issue 771 now. Brett Booth getting a cardstock variant there. Justice League continues with issue number 63. Um, yeah, Justice League has been pretty good. You know, I'm liking the storyline. It's just Bendis' dialogue. Um, I don't like Bendis writing a team book anymore. Um, I... I, I <laughs> 
there's no individuality, you know? I feel like everybody's Tony Stark all of a sudden. Everybody. And, you know, Batman is, like, quipping and shit like that, you know? Just kind of being a smartass. Um, I mean, I don't know. There, there was something that happened in 61 that just confused the shit out of me. And I'm going to have to look into Like, he just... I don't know. But with that being said, the overall arc and plot of the story, good. It's just the dialogue's a little bendis right now, as Bendis would make it. Um, Legends of the Dark Knight number two. More Derek Robertson. I can't wait to read my number one. There's uh, two covers on this, along with a one in 25 Federico... Um, uh, fucking... Or, I'm sorry, uh, Ricardo Federici. Why did I say Fe- Federico? Where the fuck did that come from? Uh, Riddler. Riddler on the cover there. God damn, is it nice. Um, Alright, Nightwing number 81. I'm going to just go ahead and say that if you went big on Nightwing number 80, because I said the first full appearance of Heartless, then I'd, I'm fucking sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, dump, dump, dump now, because second cameos, I'm not sure. I'm not so sure about a second cameo. You know, I personally think that his appearance in number 80 is a fucking full appearance, but apparently that's not how the laws of comics work. So, I mean, if if you don't see their ankles and they're on the last page, even though he's standing right fucking there and he says, heartless, I'm heartless. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. But whatever. Whatever. 81, I don't know, I just... I'm reluctant to say go big on it, but I really do have a lot of fucking faith in this character. And being a character of longevity and Nightwing's fucking mythos from here on out, you know? I can kind of see Heartless as being his his Joker type of character. Uh, the way Tom Taylor writes, so... I don't know. I don't know. I, probably a long-term hold, if anything. Um, and I'm not saying issue number 80 is worthless. I'm just saying... Just, Flip it now. I don't think that's a hold book anymore. You know, you can still get fucking cover price for it. It's a fucking great read. I just read it. It's a beautiful read. But, yeah, it's just, uh, unfortunately, it wasn't the first appearance that I thought because comics are cruel. <laughs> I'm looking at this, uh, this Raphael Grissetti variant on this, on this Nightwing, and, um, I'm not gonna lie, I have some questions. I have some questions. I don't think shoulders been like that oh, I'm, I'm what is going on I mean the texture and everything on this variant is really cool like it's got this total realism type of thing but it all it's like uh I don't know it's like Rob Leefield kind of posed him <laughs> and had a a really good artist just have to go over his I don't know that's a weird fucking variant really weird uh, but the A cover is a full, they say cover, first full cover appearance as well. I don't see how this is a first full cover appearance considering you only see like, I don't know, you see more in the fucking back page than you do of him on this cover. How is that in the interiors a cameo and this, I, I don't know. Is there not no such thing as a cameo cover appearance? Partial cover appearance? I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's goofy the way the laws of covers work. I don't know. There's also a pretty sweet um, uh, Pride Month variant on this as well. Continuing on. Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Number 110. Nice. Um, My most anticipated book of the week, aside from 
Nightwing, which is pretty much always going to be my most anticipated DC book of the week, I think, from here on out. Um, maybe Suicide Squad. Static. Static Season 1. Okay. So, apparently, they're not going to give Static an ongoing. They're, they're going to give them mini-serieses. Kind of like how they did with Green Lantern, it looks like. Only Green Lantern at least got maxi-series. It's just mini-series. I don't know. I feel like they're coming out of the gate and doing my boy Static wrong. Just give them the fucking ongoing. You know? Um, why does it have to be under a milestone uh, logo? Why can't you just fucking bring... I don't know. I don't know. Bring them all in. Bring fucking hardware and uh, icon and all the sons of bitches in. You know, I, I don't understand. Let's segregate. Let's segregate it. Yeah, that's a fucking good idea. I don't know. Uh, once again, I'm I'm not. I'm no fucking qualms with the creators, the people making the books. It's just the the DC like DC themselves. Like I, I hate to say, it, maybe Jim Lee. And I don't know. That's that's who I'm questioning in this. But they obviously know more than I do. So, I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying I don't understand. Like it seems kind of counterproductive. <laughs> Let's be inclusive by segregating them from the rest of the... I don't know. Um, Truth and Justice, number five. I did just read Truth and Justice, number four. And um, that was really only because it was Rob Guillory doing the art. But goddamn, that story was fucking cool. Like, that was a great fucking read. I don't know what to expect in... Are they going to continue the story? It looks like it's a whole different... Yeah, no, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, because the other one was like Red Hood. This is Batwoman? Batwoman? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't understand the truth and justice stuff, but that the, the, what they fucking set up at the end of issue four was gnarly. It makes me wonder. Uh, speaking of wonder, a wonder girl, number two. Yeah, Yara Flora, or Yara Flora, or whatever the fuck her name is. That's going on. Uh, one, two, three covers on this one. Still getting that Pride Month variant. Um... And then we got Wonder Woman Black and Gold. Hmm. Um, one, two, three, four. And a three and a one in 25 on this one. So what is Wonder Woman Black and Gold? Uh, a whole slew of readers. Present a new anthology series starring the Amazon princess embellished in the color of her famous lasha. Okay, so yeah, it's going to be like <laughs> black, white, and red, only black, gray, and gold. Huh, let's see what you did there. And uh, that's that's it for Lunar this week on the FOCs. Yeah, so let's uh, let's head on over to Diamond now. Diamond Distribution, while they still exist. The previews World, and uh, let's see, get my filters going here. Let's see what the fuck is up. New on the FOCs this week, still filtering. I'm sorry. Blah 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 blah. All right, V's. Vault. Vault on the FOCs this week. We have Resonant number ten. This is a series that eventually I'm going to go through and pick up the trades. I read the first issue, loved it, but for whatever reason, it just... I don't know. It didn't stay on the pull list. Not by my choice. It just accidentally fell off, and it was too late by the time... Yeah. Um, then from Valiant. Valiant. One book on Valiant this week, we have uh, Visitor. Visitor. Apparently, they decided to extend Visitor from a four-part miniseries to a six-parter. Um, number five, I believe, is coming out here very soon. Yeah. Nice, right? Um, I haven't actually read any of Visitor, but I do have, I believe, every single Valiant book from the, the last, I don't know, two years, I'd say? Yeah, I think that's a safe bet, at least two years. 
So uh, whether or not I've gotten around to reading it is one thing, but um, I have intentions. I'm loving Valiant. Uh, anything from Titan this week? Yeah, from Titan we've got Doctor Who, Missy, uh, number three. A few covers on that one, and then uh, Girl Who. Uh, the, oh yeah, the Girl Who Electrified Tesla. That little book that we talked about that one time. Issue three on that as well. Uh, or I'm sorry, three covers on that as well. And I guess issue three. Huh? Okay, I fucking I could be right twice, huh? Oh, alright. Sorry, this is the part where I scroll. Wait, any Oni? Little Oni. Nothing that terribly interests me, though. Whatever Agrisuko meet her world is, but... Yeah, that's a girl? I don't know. I can't tell. Because <laughs> it's fucking weird animal shit. Uh, from Mad Cave, we've got Nottingham. Number one going into a fourth printing. Jesus Christ. Number two going into a third, and number three going into a second. Uh, big, super popular series that gets incredibly underordered. You know, this is this is the thing. Um, Mad Cave, it's not on everybody's FOC radar, usually, so you're not looking at this shit. And then a book comes out, and they're like, whoa, shit, this, the fucking first print of this selling for fucking $50, and it just came out. There must not be a lot of them. Well, that's because nobody fucking ordered it. And then it happens again. And then it happens again. And that's why we go into fourth printings of shit. You know, if, you know, by the second or third printing, everybody just ordered the fucking books that they wanted, then would, there wouldn't be all these crazy prints. And at this point, you know, you can't just assume that the last printing is the rarest printing or the lowest print run. You know what I mean? Sometimes the first print run, the first print is the lowest print run. It's just, I don't know, comics are weird, right? Uh, <laughs> and that's a rant on that. Continuing on, anything cool from Heavy Metal? Uh, what is this? Darkwing Unstable Elements. Little one-shot there. Couple, uh, couple covers to this here on Magazine. Right on. Gotta love some heavy metal, right? Ah, scrolly, scrolly, black mask. What is this? God Killer, Tomorrow's Ashes, number one. What is this? <sighs> Look at those boobies. Uh, <laughs> Matteo Pizzolo and Anna. Uh, never gonna say that right. Wizard. I don't know. It's back. Hold on. What? Uh, okay. Uh, the comic that Zach Thompson said pushed me further than I've ever been pushed returns to ratchet up the chaos and roar through the comic market, spitting punk rock fury thundering into your eyeballs and running roughshod? What is that? Roughshod? I learned a new word eventually when I learned what it means. Across your brains with the... I, I, I don't know. It sounds, it's got all of the descriptive words. Horrifying, clever, devious, sci-fi, magical, apocalyptic, sex, submersive, mind bombs. Okay, that's a lot of fucking... God killer, tomorrow's ashes. I don't know what led into this book, um, but it's, I think it's on my fucking list. I mean, I think I'm gonna have to write this down right now. What? God killer, tomorrow's ashes. This seems gnarly. Tomorrow's ash is all right. Continuing on, I don't know. That could be something to that. Could be anything from Behemoth. A little bit of Behemoth. The third printing of You Promised Me Darkness number one. Mm, good stuff there. That might be a super low print. Uh, Aftershock. 
Uh, Project Patron, number three. What is this? Seven Swords, number one from Aftershock. Evan Daughtry and Ricardo Matina. A Weary and Jaded de Argentin. I don't know what that is. Is drawn, I'm, I'm, I read comics, people. Is drawn into a final conflict with the Wicked Cardinal. Re, so they're just making up shit now. Whose ruthless quest for power has led him to the supernatural. But the last musketeer can't defeat these infernal enemies alone. Alright, so it's... um. Cool. So what I'm gathering out of this, it's the, the three musketeers, but there's going to be seven of them. And they're going to be different kinds of musketeers. Looks like we got a, a Hindu lady there with only par, par, part of her face covered. It's confusing. Um, uh, a pirate. Another pirate looking dude. Um, another possible pirate. Uh, that kind of looks like... Uh, um, fucking Taskmaster in the background. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But it's new from Aftershock. Could be big. And then uh, also Silver City, number two. I hear a lot of people saying really, really, really good things about Silver City, number one. For whatever reason, it didn't make my uh, my, my pull list, and I don't know why. Uh, continuing on, we have uh, From Ablaze, Iron Shadows in... What? Into the Moon? Is that what this is supposed to be? Uh, come on, with your... F yeah. In the Moon. Iron Shadows in the Moon. The Chimerian. Jesus Christ. I wish... All you had to do is just... One more word. Just put the in there. I wouldn't be so confused. I wouldn't sound like a fucking dumbass. Previews world. The fuck? Do you, do you charge yourself extra to type out another word? Was that too much? Would that have thrown off the... <laughs> <laughs> the symmetry of this super asymmetrical fucking... Just give me the goddamn thing. But there's four covers on this book. And once again, a D cover being... Um, I'm assuming some sort of Black Panther homage. We got a... Uh, yeah, so that's a blaze. Now we go boom. Boom Studios. Uh, Berserker number two. Third printing. From Raphael Grandpa. Not a full... I don't know. I don't, I don't think this... I, Low key, low key. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure about this one. You know, the the the, the reprints at this point, I think they've uh, they've run their course. Unless you're just into pink, you know. And honestly, um, the second printing of number two, or I'm sorry, the third printing of number two is the fourth printing of number one, not foily and pink. Like that's that's the only difference. That's it. Continuing on, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Tea Time. Okay, it's a $8 book, unless you get the $9 foil cover on that one. And we got Firefly, and it's, it looks like to be like a one-shot. Uh, Firefly, brand new, uh, said all those things wrong. Firefly, brand new Versa, number four of a little six-parter, a couple covers there. Uh, Jim Henson's Storyteller Tricksters, number four, a couple covers there. Luna, number five. Alright. Uh, okay, never mind. It's not what I thought it was. I was about to go on a rant here. I got mixed up with something else. Alright, yeah, so yeah, Luna, number five. Couple covers there. We've got a number one. Out of Boom. From Boom Box. What is this? From, for kids? Uh, Bones Leopard and Kelly Matthews. Okay. What if magical girls weren't Earth champions at all? I don't know. It sounds just like 
what we're living through right now. There are no magical girls that are Earth champions that I know of. It's a cover-up, man. They're actually lizard people under DIA, bro. Fucking QAnon, man. AO, Thel, and Jen, Gen, Gein, I don't know. Those aren't real words, names. Better known as the Lovely Trio, first burst onto the scene five years ago when they saved Earth from a surprise space monster attack. Since then, everyone, including Gigi, whose brother died as a bystander in a Lovely Trio battle, idolizes them as a superheroic pop icons. Okay, but when Gigi witnesses the lovely trio battling a monster firsthand, she sees something that causes her to question everything she thought she knew about her heroes. Alright, yeah, okay. Um, so, I don't know. I'm, I can go on a rant here. I could say, yeah, I watched the boys, the opening scene to the boys too. But, they're gonna make a whole thing about it. I'm not talking down on this. I just, I feel like I've, uh, read this before. That's all. Just with girls. <laughs> <sighs> well, I'm, I'm never here to steer anybody away from a comic, people. My taste is my taste. If that's what you're into, that's what the fuck you're into. You know, I want everybody to buy as many comics as possible. I would never say don't buy this comic because I don't fucking like it. That's just <laughs> not my style at all. This is a little confusing to me. A couple covers on that as well. Um, and just a little four-parter. Uh, and then lastly from Boom, we got Seven Secrets. Number nine, I really need to have a small release week on a Wednesday so I can go through and catch up on, I don't know, like seven, six or seven issues of Seven Secrets now. Oh, man. I, I, I feel so bad I'm behind on this. Like, this is my priority. Of all the books I want to catch up on, that's the fucking one. Um... Let's see, do I dare ask if Dynamite has anything worth mentioning on the FOCs this week? Uh, nope. Look at all them boobs. Uh, well, that's weird. DC, DC's on fucking... I don't get it. Why, why is DC on the previous world now all of a sudden? Whatever. Uh, IDW. Um, IDW, we have G.I. Joe, number 283. Couple covers there. Uh, Godzilla Monsters and Protectors, number three. Uh, two covers there. Pretty badass photo variant. Sonic the Hedgehog, number 41. Couple covers there. Star Trek, year five, number 21. Star Wars, High Republic Adventures. Still, don't sleep on this series. The I, I, I've said this in the past. As this series carries on, you know, and I, I'm starting to see some people... Uh, air quote losing steam on this book, you know every 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 issue in the in the beginning was oh first appearance first appearance first appearance and you know now people are like oh you know, I don't know about this series man all the haters are coming out and the haters are going to be the loudest so you know I think it's going to I don't know might keep people from ordering it as much you know I could be wrong but with that being said when the when when is the keyword here the series takes off. Um, and goes to uh, Disney Plus or becomes a movie or whatever, uh, then th th these lower printed issues going to be huge. Going to be huge, man. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, is that another first appearance on the, uh, on the cover there? I don't have any information um, saying that there's a, a, any, any new appearances on here, but that doesn't mean that's, that's a for sure thing, you know. Um, yeah, I will say one thing though, is that <laughs> that's supposed to be Yoda on the cover. It looks fucking weird. 
It was really weird. Um, like, very regular dude-ish. <laughs> he's got a... He's just got too much of a chin, is what I'm saying. It's a lot of chin. Like, he can get into the ring and take a couple of fucking licks. <laughs> and then, uh, lastly, from IDW, Usagi Yojimbo, number 20. Usagi Yojimbo. Alright, Dark Horse. Dark Horse on the FOCs this week. We've got Grendel, Devil's Odyssey, number 7 of a little 8-parter. A couple covers there. Uh, House of Lost Horizons, number 2. Uh, Norse Mythology. Oh, um, Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythology? Yep. Uh, ramping up. Chapter 2, it looks like. Number 1, 6-parter. David Mack getting a pretty... Jesus Christ, that's a da- very David Mack fucking variant. Wow. That's a good one right there. Jeezpers. Jeezpers? And then Rangers of the Divide, number two. And that is just a little four-parter out of Dark Horse as well. Alright, looks like there's not a whole lot on the FOCs this week to, like, rant and rave about, it seems. I don't know. Uh, let's keep it going. How about Image from Image Comics? Uh, I don't mean nothing good to read. I mean as far as speculation goes. Uh, nothing that I'm going to be buying a shit ton of so far. But there's still time. Uh, Compass. What is Compass? It's a five-parter out of Image. And just because, and I know, there's been this argument I've been seeing where people say, you know, oh, uh, just because it's an Image book and a number one, you know, I I don't know if you'd go in on it now because the, uh, you know, miniseries don't always take off, you know. And uh, Image has been doing a lot of miniseries because they've been canceling a lot of fucking series. I have a lot of incomplete image runs right now because, I don't know, I think it's kind of flooded the market. So now I think they're doing something kind of, I don't know, a little different. I'm just saying, okay, it's just going to be a mini-series now. We'll see what you could do in the first chapter, and from there, we'll extend it. You know, and sometimes it gets extended after one issue, sometimes, fucking, it gets canceled after three. You know, um, I don't know. There's, There's just so many image books that I wish I could finish, but... Yeah, I don't know. This, this is what happens when you uh, when you just want to have the most, you know? And I'm not saying Image is doing it wrong. I'm not saying they're putting out um, bad stuff. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying they're kind of a, a victim of their own uh, uh, abundance, I guess. I don't know. So we got a, a mini-series here from Robert McKenzie. Uh, let's see. Greg Rucka probably presents a new direction and adventure with Compass, but I don't see Greg Rucka's name on the uh, on the cover at all. I'm I'm lost already. Uh, all right, Sahadina El Amin is many things. Scholar, cartographer. Oh man. All right, so it's <laughs> it's 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 like Miss Marvel people. Just because she's um, Middle Eastern doesn't mean it's automatically Miss Marvel. No, it's 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 a teenage um, Middle Eastern Pakistani. I'm guessing teenage girl trying to figure out balance in life, being a superhero. I don't know. Uh, once again, I'm not trying to turn anybody off. Just I, I'm not. I don't know. Could be something. Could take the fuck off could take the fuck off but this is one that i'm probably going to pass on personally you know a lot of times uh, if i have 
faith in a book doing well, even though it's not my flavor, I'll still pick it up. But in this one, hmm, I don't know if I'm going to go too big on this number one. Uh, let's see here. We got some reprints. Geiger, number one, getting a fourth printing. And number two, getting a second printing. All right. Good Asian getting a uh, second printing. I'm hearing a lot of stuff about this book and pretty much everything that I uh, suspected. Sounded like the most racist thing that I had ever I would ever read if I ever decided to read it, and the results are in. It's super triggering and racist. <laughs> Home, number three of a little five-parter. Uh, yeah, two covers on that one. Let's see, Ice Cream Man 24 going into a second printing. That's neat. Uh, what is this? <laughs> they would be bringing back Jupiter's Legacy, right? Uh, Mark Millar, okay. Uh, Requiem, number one, 12-parter. All right. So it's the next chapter, and Netflix's global phenomenon. Is it Netflix's global phenomenon? Is it? I think it's Mark Millar's. Mark Miller's. I'm sorry, it's not Millar. I always said Miller. Miller? See, and then everyone's like, no, you're saying it wrong. It's Millar because he's her name. And I'm like, oh, so? Still could be Miller. And then... For about a year, I, I finally started, you know, saying it what I thought was right, Millar, and now I can't fucking shake it, realizing that it is in fact Miller. So, mm, fucking know-it-all nerds trying to correct everybody. <sighs> but yeah, no, it's it's a sequel, so probably gonna do really really well. I'm gonna say more likely. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six covers of this at least, not including incentives, and you know there's gonna be incentives. Um, Radiant Black, number five. Uh, I'm hearing the things about this book that I finally want to be hearing. You know, um, a lot of hype going into this series. One and two seem to have let a lot of people down. A lot of people dropped it. But the people that stuck with it through three and four are saying, holy shit, this is what the fuck I want. Number five is going to be the shit. So this has actually now made it to number two on my priority uh, reads of, you know, catching up in this behind Seven Secrets. I want to fucking know what the fuck is going on with this book. I do. Uh, a lot of people saying this could be Image's next big book now. I don't know. I, I, that, I'm just reiterating what other people are saying. That's all. Um, but that's <laughs> considering the turn on this book from the critics going from this book, you know, and I don't even be into a bunch of bullshit to goddamn when's five come. Well, five's on the FOCs now. Uh, Silver Coin, number three. Silver Coin is one of those things where it was only supposed to be a five-parter. Now it has been uh, extended. It is now all of the way. All of the way. <laughs> it's it's an ongoing, and that's exactly what the fuck I wanted out of this series. I'm loving it. I'm loving it so much. Uh, Stillwater on its eighth issue now. Uh, once again on the I Gotta Catch Up list. I'm hearing great things from another Zarsky book. Uh, time Before Time, number two. Um, I, I read number one, and it seems like it's got a lot of potential, but it was a slow build-up for me, and uh, I don't have the attention span for this type of book. So again, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just um, I, I'm not going to take it any further than number one. I'm keeping my number one, though, because I feel like it has potential. You know, there's a... There's definitely a large group of much smarter readers than I am that have a lot more patience than I do. But, um, yeah, I don't know. This one, yeah, maybe I'll uh, jump on it later. Maybe I'll pick it up in trade, but, eh, just wasn't for me. Um, Ultra Mega, I think, 
wrapping up now with its fourth issue. I think it was only going four. A uh, couple covers there. I'm sorry, three covers on that one. And then to wrap up the indies on the FOCs, more Walking Dead, 17th issue. Really, I think five covers again. I'm enjoying reading The Walking Dead for the first time, actually. Yeah, I ain't ashamed to say it. I wanted my books in color. All right, let's uh, let's move it along here. Uh, Marvel, Marvel, uh, Alien number four. Mm-hmm. And look at that Lashley variant on that. Why the fuck has there been no goddamn Alien in my pull list? I, I I don't understand what's going on. My 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 shop owner specifically knows that I'm an aliens collector. Like he knows that about me. He knows I'm a fucking fan. I'm not saying it's any fault of his, but for whatever reason, this shit won't get added. I add it every week. You know, I've got all my number ones, but ever since then, it's like it won't fucking go into the goddamn system. So and I've been having to get them secondhand. So I'm gonna fucking add it again and see what happens. But oh man, this is good stuff. At least the first issue was. I can't wait to actually read them. I'm loving the covers. More than anything, I collect alien art. That's really what's going on here. I'm going to read it, but it's that alien art. Uh, Captain America getting an annual... Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four covers on that one. Uh, let's see here. Demon Days Mariko. What is this? Uh, is this more of the Momoko-verse? And... Uh, I thought she was doing uh, Mariko Yoshida here with mysterious voice and is her stranger her red hair. Uh, is this a new thing? I don't know. I mean, it's clearly new, but I thought I don't know. But I'm not a Momoko fan. Uh, you know, I think I feel like her steam is starting to kind of uh, blow out. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's a few covers on this one. Well, actually, no, there's more than a few. Jesus Christ. This is ridiculous. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven covers on this. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not a Momoko fan. I don't understand the appeal. I don't understand why Marvel is um, diddling her, uh, her, her, her private parts <laughs> and in the manner that they are like I don't see what's so fucking great about her you know I, I I know art's subjective I get it but there's there's so much so much better out there objectively better out there that is getting no fucking love as far as artists go um, or not nearly the love that they should be getting I don't know it's just whatever ah <sighs> Fantastic Four, number 33, or, you know, more more Doom Wedding stuff, that's fun, right? A couple covers, actually one, two, three covers on that one. Um, uh-oh, where'd my screen go? Just went away. There it is. Uh, Heroes Reborn, number seven on the FOCs this week. They really want you to pre-order this shit early. I think number two just fucking came out. Um, and then you got your, all of your variants, you got your card stock variant, or, I mean, your uh, trading card variant, your, your, your action figure variant. Oh, is it fucking good? Who's on the trading card? Thor. Oh my god. I'm loving how these are connecting too. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to put all these together. Life is good. Um, yeah, a bunch, a bunch of variants on the Heroes Reborn, and I'm loving it. I'm loving what I'm reading. I haven't read any of the uh, the the tie-ins yet. There, are, there are a few that I'm picking up for sure, but um, yeah, so far the main story has been very, very, very pleasing. 
um, especially for a Marvel event. Like, don't look at this as a Marvel event, because it doesn't feel like an event. It just feels like, a hey, we're doing this thing for fun. But some shit's going to stick, and you're not going to regret reading it. It's not wasting your time. Um, all right, continuing on. This one right here, I think, is going to be pretty... Uh, I, don't know, I think it has a lot of fucking potential. Heroes Reborn, Weapon X, and Final Flight. This is one of them tie-ins. I just... I don't know. Uh, new team appearance, you know, Final Flight. Uh, <laughs> it's Alpha Flight and fucking Weapon X combined, and there's probably going to be some new appearances, I would imagine, maybe. Like, I don't know who those two fellers are on the cover, or maybe I do, and they're just drawn uniquely. I don't know. But... Mm, is that, is that Sasquatch? I don't know. That's a different version of Sasquatch. <sighs> man, this is going to be big, man. Uh, everything's a different version. What am I saying? It's Heroes Reborn. A lot of fucking potential in this one. Um, I don't know if it's anything I would go super massive on. I don't know if there's anything I would go really massive on right now, but um, still potential. Um, I don't know, man. Midterm hold. Not long term. Not a quick flip. Uh, I, I think it's just as soon as we figure out what's going on, what what Marvel's plans are with Heroes Reborn is with Real Heroes Reborn, then uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, more Mighty Valkyries number three. Uh, looks like there's a few covers on that one. Uh, Miles Morales on its 27th issue. Uh, more Clone more stuff. <laughs> Fucking good, man. I love the or not Clone Wars. My bad. Uh, Clone Saga is what I mean to say. I like I I'm fucking loving the Clone Saga. I'm not gonna lie, it's good shit. Um, New Mutants, number nineteen. We got our uh, oh shit, that is a the fucking Martin Simmons variant is dope. That is badass. Taking it back, fucking old school, man. Jesus Christ. Um, and then a pretty badass character design variant as well. Look at those designs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look at Warlock. <laughs> He's still just Warlock. Uh, fun. Fun. Uh, who, who did the art on this one? Who did this? Alex Linz. Right on. Unique. Unique. Unique Unork. <laughs> Unork. Alright. Mm, Planet Size X-Men. Mm-hmm. Another one could be something. Uh, unfor for whatever reason, anything big popping up in these X titles, just I think it's going to be all long-term. I think everybody's waiting to see what happens in the cinematic universe. You know, Are we going to launch a Hickman style? Are we going to get some classic Claremont? I don't know. Everybody's curious, but in the meantime, I don't think... You know, I mean, they're, they're, no matter how amazing of a first appearance of a character that's popping up in this new Hickman universe. It's just not really getting um, the, the the traction that I would imagine. Like, look at Solemn. I think Solemn's going to be fucking massive. You know? Like, Sabretooth level massive. Uh, but still pick up his first appearance for sometimes cover price. You know, you don't even have to look all that hard. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, so with that being said... Um, don't don't sleep on the X-Men stuff just because you haven't been, you know, profiting off of it immediately. There's potential. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars number 14. We got, let's see. This is tying into the War of the Bounty Hunters, naturally. But let's see, who's on the action figure variant? I always got to know. 
Just a B-wing pilot. <laughs> Alright. Right on. I'll probably pass on that one. My action figure wall is getting to the point where I gotta kinda get picky now. Can't just pick them all up. Oh. I'm fucking loving it, man. I love these JTC variants. <sighs> and then lastly on the FOCs this week, we've got X-Corp. Number two. Yeah. Um, I, I picked up the first issue of X-Corp. I, I I could see it. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if this one's gonna go past ten or twelve issues. Um, I'm not saying it's bad. I just don't know how far they can go with it. You know, there's there's. I see them doing like a eight to twelve thing, and then just uh, giving us an idea of what X Corp is, and then just X Corp's gonna be a background thing. You know, well, um, fucking Angel's not out doing. X-Men shit, meanwhile he's running the business type of, you know just so you know what the fuck he's doing I don't know, just, set, just more world building is all is what I'm gathering at least alright, so there you go people, those are the FOCs for both Lunar and uh, the Diamond you know, um I think the, the money's probably gonna be in uh, DC this week, you know uh, that Heartless number 80 has a lot of fucking potential. Your static shock has a lot of fucking potential. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, everything else is just kind of anything that I speculated on. I'm probably not going to pick up more than an issue or two of. That's uh, just, that's where my confidence levels are right now. <laughs> you know, it's just, not every week, though, has to be a, oh, what, what book are we going to profit off of? You know, that's that's not always the fucking instance, the, 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 the case, you know, there's so much more to to making money off of comics, too, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's fun shit to get excited about reading that may or may not make you some fucking money, you know, like, I don't know, like a lot of the shit, almost all of the shit that I said, like, this fucking God Killer, God Killer, uh, oh, I can't, oh, Tomorrow's Ashes, couldn't read my fucking handwriting there for a second, trying to write fast for y'all, um, so, yeah, I don't know. FOCs are important, people. Uh, Pre-order your fucking books, and um, uh, yeah, I'll leave you with that. And then I'm gonna leave you with a little breaky poo, a little promo, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna talk about the books that you probably already pre-ordered. Um, books coming out next new comic book day, and maybe there's even some new stuff that have come to that has come to light. You know, as far as the speculative market goes, I don't know. We'll find out together. Hang on. I've been role-playing for a long time, and I am also... Yes, you are, and I'm Ryan, and we are Geezers of the Game, your friendly role-playing podcast. Alright, welcome back to the second half of the podcast, where I talk about the books slated to hit your slots on, uh, oh, what's it gonna be? Uh, the 26th? Yeah, approximately the 26th, depending on which distributor you're getting your books from. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's do this, huh? The, the, the poll is priorities for next week. Alright, starting with Lunar, as per usual. Uh, Action Comics, number 1031, popping off next week, couple covers on that one. And, uh, just cause I like to say it, Julian Titino Tedesco, doing that. The cardstock variant? Yikes, that's good. So good. Almost as good as his name. Such a cool name. Julian Titino Tedesco. Ah, uh, man. Um. <laughs> Batman Black and White, number six. 
one, two, three covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three covers on that one. Um, the second printing of zero point number two. Yeah, uh, probably not going to be flippable for more than maybe a dollar or two over cover price is my guess. Um, Batman Superman number eighteen on this is the first cover appearance of Arturio. Uh, I initially thought that maybe Arturio, or I.O., I don't know, um, maybe kind of be a flash in the pan, but may actually be more of a threat than I uh, initially anticipated. You know, a villain that lasts more than a few arcs could be something. Uh, this, this, I don't know. I was a fan. I was a real fan. Um, so, yeah, first cover appearance could be something. And then if you're not into that, you know, um, then Simone Bianchi has an amazing variant as well. Let me zoom in on this. God damn. It's neato. It's neato. It's so cool. Oh, I love his fucking, the way his batarangs dangle in there. Oh, that wasn't an innuendo. <laughs> uh, continuing on. Batman Detective Comics number 1036. Was there something to this one? Let me pull up my sources here. I don't remember if there was something to 1036 or not. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, be faster. Are we going to have to be faster than that? Come on. Yes. First appearance of the second Lady Clayface. What? There's two Lady Clayfaces? Uh, see... You know, sometimes I feel really, really uh, noob talking about DC. You know, I know a fair amount about Marvel, but when it comes to DC, I know a lot about few. You know what I mean? I don't. There, there's, there's so many times I'm like, this is the first appearance, and I'm like, no, no, the guy first appeared in 1946, um, and has since been around uh, 67 times. You just miss those stories. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I don't know, the second lady Clayface, just have to see how cool she is. But I will say one thing, uh, Mariko Tamaki and Dan Mora's Detective Comics, brilliant. Uh, Harley Quinn, number three, we have the first appearance of a, uh, ah shit, I forget his name, but he's a, he's a, he's a bad guy. He's, uh, oh, here it is, fucking, oh, Lockwood, yeah, Arkham Asylum's most sadistic guard. Ah, and that uh, that Derek Chu variant. <laughs> That's pretty rad. Oh man, uh, I'm not I'm not usually a fan of this type of style, but there's something. I think it's the colors is what it is. If he used less vibrant colors in any way, shape, or form, I probably don't think I'd be into it because it's very um, I don't know, kind of manga-ish, if you will, but not. At the same time, uh, big one with Milestone Returns Infinite Edition number zero. We're gonna get a couple of first appearances in this one, or at least one first appearance and um, something else. But the fact is, is that I really hope that you order more than one of this. You know, just, just saying. Um, let's see, there's I see an A and a C here. The C being a blank cardstock. I don't know what the B cover looks like. Huh. Whatever, I'm into it. I definitely ordered a couple. Another one that has a lot of potential. I think this one's going to be a cameo, actually. But in Mr. Miracle number one, 
Do 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 do. Oh, you son of a bitch. Um, yeah, it is a cameo of uh, Never Free. <laughs> what a fun name. Um, yeah, the the uh, the daughter. Yeah, the daughter of Barda and Scat. Oh man. And then um, I saw the. The, the 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 first full appearance in issue number two of this series, this character is gonna be big. Um, I'm telling you. So th this cameo is gonna be something, you know. Like, and uh, I'm gonna fucking give my normal PSA, if you will. Um, that uh, just because if you didn't pre-order the book and you're just now hearing that there's going to be hype and a potential gain behind it, two. That's all you get off the shelf per store. That's it. You know, if you, 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 you <laughs> don't be a fucking shelf dweller. Don't be the guy that, you know, takes advantage of shops without rules, man. Shops that, they don't care how they make their money. They just get their fucking money. Um, you know, if that means one douchebag, uh, i.e. the person that I'm talking against right now, um, comes in and fucking makes all the sales in the first five minutes of the store opening, then whatever. But I, I think that's a shitty, shitty, shitty way to do comics. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't condone that type of behavior. So just know that, you know. Um, but with that being said, pick up one, two tops, and then go to the next store, you know. Fucking, or, or, <laughs> or, you can just pre-order your books, huh? Fuck. Um, fuck. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. The second printing of Natwing number 79. First cameo of Heartless. You know, but it's the, the, the first cameo. Because <laughs> there's two cameos. Ugh. Um, but great cover, though. Great cover, nevertheless. Uh, the other history of the DC Universe number four of a little five-parter out of Black Label. Couple of different covers you have to pick from on that one. And then we've got Robin number two. Now... Um, this is gonna, I think this is gonna be a big, big make or break book for Flatline. A lot of Flatline investors like myself. Um, you know, she, we got her big first appearance in Robin number one. You know, she, her entrance, gnarly. It's exactly what I wanted. Um, but we didn't get much after that, you know. Um, we're gonna see how she fares. You know, does, does she, can, can she last throughout a whole issue? Be interesting for a whole issue. I don't know. Um, but I have a feeling she will. The fans seem to be in love with her, which I am loving as an investor. Um, I, I love her. Uh, yeah, I said it. We just met. I love her. What are you going to do? Hmm? Hmm? Oh, love at first sight. Bitches, it exists. Uh, two covers on this one, I believe. Is there more than two? Nope, just two. Uh, more crossover reaction with Ruby Justice League number two. couple covers on that one. Yeah. Uh, Stargirl Girl Spring Break Special oh, I thought I saw something behind this Yeah yeah. Uh, I mean there's technically a first appearance in there But the first appearance of the 8th Soldier of Victory mm, I don't even know who the first 7 were So I don't know what that means But, but once again uh, Part of the reason I stated earlier that I'm Oftentimes, not super ignorant, but oftentimes ignorant when it comes to uh, um, new shit in DC. Or old shit, for that matter. Hmm. I don't know. It's hard to, hard to say. Uh, but, uh, 
I don't know, man. People like Stargirl, so it could be a thing. It's just a one-shot, though. Not a huge investment. Uh, Strange Adventures is chugging along with its 10th issue. Some of that Tom King, Mitch Jared's action, eh? Couple covers there. Uh, trade, trade. Oh, Teen Titans Academy number three. This is tying into uh, or crossing over with Suicide Squad. Oh, man. I'm loving this. I'm loving both these series, but the fact that they're kind of mushing together so soon. Normally, I'd be kind of against that, but it's working well. Um, especially as somebody that's invested in both titles. Oftentimes, when uh, something new comes out and it crosses over immediately, it's got to be crossing over with something that I could give a shit about. You know, what was it, like Justice League Dark crossing over with uh, Wonder Woman and creating like this witching hour event a couple years ago. You know, no, that was that was boobies. Uh, not boobies, boobies are good. That was a uh, ball sack. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, uh, uh-huh. I didn't like that one bit, but with this, it's it works. I guess maybe because I'm into both series. I'm invested in both series, but yeah. It could be a mistake, too, for some people that maybe aren't, you know? Uh, once again, great Red X variant on the Philip Tan doing his thing. And it looks like that's it. That's all of the Lunar books coming out next week. No Scout? No Scout releases, huh? Oh, man. Crazy. All right, all DC from Lunar. Let's move this bitch along. Back over to Previews World. Uh, next week's new releases. Do, 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 scrolling down, putting in filters, and now I'm at Vault. That's the song. All right, big one here. A lot of people specking around the old blue flame. Yeah, man. Um, I'm I'm hoping that I picked up a copy. I'm feeling like maybe uh I should have picked up more. The way people are talking about this book, somebody knows something more than I do. I might have to get a hold of Vault and be like, hey, man. Let me uh, let me get a hold of some of them uh, previews, huh? Yeah. Let me get, let me get some of them uh, early releases, huh? Yeah. Maybe I want to know about a book before it comes out so I can uh, you know, tell the people about it, huh? Uh, Blue Flame, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not oftentimes I see people speculate on vault books, so that that's kind of why I was just like, eh, I don't know, maybe. I mean, it seemed cool at first to me, but I was really surprised to see. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh. Like I said, somebody obviously knows more than I do about it. Uh, more m- 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 money shot number eleven. That sounds like a new arc starting. One, two, three, four covers on that one. Three of them polybagged. That means there's gonna be like a cooter or a butthole or something on there. A bit, maybe a nipple, perhaps an earlobe. Shadow service number eight. One, two covers on that one. We got a little witch blood. Which blood? That blood. Number three. One, two, three covers. Hmm. I'm not reading which blood. I don't know much about it. Are you reading which blood? Tell me all about it. Valiant. Valiant, we've got old Shadow Man number two. All right, so for whatever fucking reason, this is the first series the Valiant has put out in, I don't know, uh, the last couple of years that didn't make my pull list. I don't know why. Could have swore I signed up for it. Guess not. Um, probably means number two is not going to be on there either. I don't know what the fuck's going on in my life right now. Because um, I think I had to order number two before I would have known that whether or not number one showed up. So usually if I add something, I'm just going to add it ongoing. You know, I added number one. I don't need to add a number two because it's just automatic. But apparently that wasn't the case on this one. And I've heard good things too. I've heard great things. My buddy Ken M. And uh, Pad, 
over on uh, the Odo Odo Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. They have amazing things to say about this series, which makes me hate myself even more. Thanks, Ken. Uh, no, I'm gonna find it. It will be mine. It will be mine. Titan Comics. What is this? That's a T-shirt. That's not a comic book. How dare you? Uh, source Point. All right. Look at all on this Source Point. Mm. We've got Twenty Fists number two. I don't remember talking about number one. Uh, from Frankie White, huh? Streetlights on. Fists up is what it says. Cool. I'm guessing it involves ten people, or perhaps several more of which could be handicapped. I don't know. Handicapable, my bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is this? Classic pulp ghosts. One shot. Alright. I could see this doing something. Joshua Werner along with some... Uh... Sorry, I bit my tongue like two days ago. Uh, sometimes I... <laughs> um, yeah, I, I hesitate when I go to speak. I, I feel like I sound you funny. I get my tongue. Um, but yeah, no, this uh, this classic pulp. I could have a could have a following behind it. I don't know. Stay tuned for that one. I'm gonna keep my eye on that one. Then we've got more Cult to Dracula. You're goddamn right. This is on my pull list. I'm signed up for Cult to Dracula since it was Second Sight. Like that. Davis is my dude. Fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, two covers on that. You're gonna want it. You're going to want it. You know what else you're going to want to some of that damn Cursed Children. Um, once again, a book that I added to my pull list to my local comic book store. Um, but I, since I had to go to another shop uh, because for some reason my... I don't know. Diamond has a fucking thumb up their ass when it comes to getting all of the Source Point books over to my shop for some reason. If I order a Source Point book, uh, no matter how early I order it, or, you know, the exact fucking day that it's due, just to make sure. Um, it just, I seem like I always, or I miss out about 60% of the time. For, thankfully, I've been getting my cold to Dracula, but my, uh, my damn cursed children and my dead-end kids and, I don't know, other source point books. I had to go through another shop, and, um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just fucking, uh, once the, the series is complete, and I think that's now, I'll have them ship them to me, but uh, in the meantime, bummer. Uh, Era of Great Wonders, number six. Nice. We've got Monstrous. Heartbreak Blood Loss, number one. What is this? Monstrous. Not not monstrous. Monstrous. Uh, <laughs> like the, the actual word. <laughs> Describing the, the fantasy thing. Uh, uh, how would you handle being haunted? Ask the description of the book here. Uh, um, a lonely lighthouse keeper learns she's living right above a ghost pirate protecting cursed treasure. At first, they struggle to figure out who will give up the territory first, but they quickly learn that they have a lot in common, including some enemies determined to destroy them both. Nice. Could be fun. It looks like uh, maybe an all-ages type of situation? Perhaps? Could be wrong on that. Maybe... Uh, do a little uh, skimming through it first, just to be sure. What is this? Seis Cuerdas, Defender of Mexico. Number one. All right, from Anthony Rea and Gallego Benito. Or is it Benito Gallego? I don't know, it's comma. 
When the leader of Mexico's largest drug cartel is captured, civil war erupts among its members. Daniel, leader of one faction, plans to sacrifice 13 kidnapped children to Santa Muerta in return for favors he requests of her. Nice. And then it continues on to say a bunch of other stuff. Uh, actually, sounds pretty neat. Not gonna lie. There, once again, could be something to this. Fuck, man. Should have jumped on that. Unfortunately, source point isn't on previews fucking FOCs. You know? So I've been having to go through the, uh, the previews world book and um, uh, the catalog. And, you know, that's, that's where I gotta fucking get my... My source point shit. And I just started doing this recently, so it was too late by the time I... I fucked up, okay? I fucked up. I'm gonna start sharing this this, the, 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 this stuff with you as well, as I come to, to learn of it. And then the last from source point... I know a lot of source point this week. Yuki vs. Panda. Okay. From Graham Misuriak. Definitely said that wrong. Ten years after a freak incident at the zoo, Yuki finds herself attending a prestigious college on the road to success, unaware that a panda bear from that faithful day has been hunting her down to extract exact bloody revenge. Uh, nothing can prepare you for this outrageous comedy filled with epic fights, awkward romance, supernatural powers, and plenty of zigs and zags. Put up your pigtails and sharpen your claws. Nice. It actually sounds like a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna have to fucking probably get that one from Hooked On Comics as well. Because, you know, they do an amazing pre-sale show. You know, bucking on Tuesdays at like 5 o'clock Eastern Time. Alright, anything from Scoot coming out next week? Yeah, we got Misadventures, number one. The cool thing about Scoot books, they're two bucks. They're two dollars, because they're kids' comics. But you know what's cool about kids' comics 30 years later? Highly collectible. Uh, Scout. From Scout, next week we have Black Friday, number two. Yes. And uh, Red Shift at number one. Uh, I think I got Red Shift. Did I get the, what did I got? The, what do you call it? The Ashcan, I think? I think I got an Ashcan. And the Scout subscription box, scoutcomics.com. Use code Cheers10 at checkout. Save 10%. Uh, Oni Press. Nope. No, and he pressed next week. Mad Cave? Alright, from Mad Cave. They fell from the sky, number four. Alright, that sounds interesting. It's got a real business-meaning-looking sheriff feller on the cover there. With his sheriff glasses. Uh, This is the part where I scroll a lot to get to where I need to be. Nope, still not where I need to be. Jeepers, creepers, there's a lot of scrolling in between. I don't understand what all these other publishers were. Hold on, did I miss Aftershock? Yes, I missed missed Aftershock. Uh, Girls of Dimension 13, number two. So I read number one, and I decided that uh, these aren't my girls. You know, so... Um, <laughs> it's just... No, I'm not saying it was bad by any means. I, I, I totally see a fucking following for this. I just... This is not me. This is not me. That's all. Um, I Breathe the Body, now on issue number five. Uh, Nuclear Family, number four. Don't sleep on this series. I got a feeling. And then Shadow Doctor, number four. Another one I have a feeling about as well. I think I picked up a couple copies of issue number one, just in case. Um, Anything from Aardvark? Yeah, we've got Baby Yoda. What? Cerebus One Shot. (laughs) 
<sighs> oh man. Fun. Fun. Um yeah, it's it's just, I don't know, picture it. And that's you're probably wrong. <laughs> Uh, boom, Boom Studios. Next week we've got Abbott nineteen seventy three wrapping up with this fifth issue. Couple covers there. Dune House of Atreides at issue number seven. Now we're on the the back nine of this arc, or the uh, I guess the the back six, if you will, technically speaking. Firefly continuing on with its twenty ninth issue. Um, many deaths of Layla Star number one third printing. Did number two come out? Did I miss that? Like what the fuck? Um, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous I haven't got my number two yet. Hmm. Uh, something is killing the children. Number 16. Yeah, this is the big one. This is the one everybody's, uh, clamoring over. Um, even though there's 150,000 copies ordered, uh, apparently. So they say. That's a lot. That's a lot. So for a book that people are speculating on, you know, there's a, there's a lot of them out there. But know that uh, it's still going to be a big deal regardless, you know? Um, so, yeah, uh, it's the origin of Erica Slaughter. So probably going to be a bunch of first appearances from her past all up in here. So, yeah, get excited for this arc, man. It's going to be collectible, as the rest of the series has been. Um, and then lastly, from Boom next week, we've got Spectre Inspectors, number four, you say, of just a little five-parter. And uh, two covers on that one. There's Boom Studios. Let's head on up to IDW. Uh, from IDW, we got Marvel Action Captain Marvel. <laughs> Say that 11 times fast. Uh, number three. Then we've got Marvel Action Classics Spider Man. Number three. Mm hmm. And then uh, Transformers My Little Pony. Number two of the, uh, well, yeah, uh, the, the, the second volume, you know? So nice they do it twice, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. And then Star Wars Adventures, Weapon of a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is number one of a little two-part micro-series. And then the big one, Das Gould, is um, TMNT, The Last Ronin, number three. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to get some pretty uh, insightful information about Casey. Um, I don't know. Possibly a first appearance? I don't fucking know. I don't know. But these, uh, all of these last Ronin books, there's, 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 there's going, I have a feeling every issue there's going to be something hugely collectible about all of them. That's just my gut. That's just my gut. Uh, so that's IDW. How about Dark Horse? From Dark Horse, uh, this coming Wednesday, we have Dragon Age Dark Fortress, number three. Lady Baltimore Witch Queens, number three. Uh, I didn't read, I don't read Dragon Age, obviously, because it's video game stuff, but Lady Baltimore, I checked out, you know, I think it's Mike Mignola. It was decent. I, I don't know if it's, you know, totally for me. Was it Mike Mignola? Yeah. Um, but, uh, definitely has a lot of fucking potential. Like, it, it was it was cool. It, re it actually really was cool. I just don't have room for it. That's all. Um, I'm glad I have number one, though. Because it's, it's cool enough for me to have some hopes about it. Um, and then uh, Witcher, which is Lament, number one of a little far parter. Some more video game stuff out of Dark Horse to be expected. Now, uh, Image this week. 
Um, Ascender, number 15. All right, people like an Ascender, right? I'm not reading it because I don't know anything about it, but, right? Obviously somebody is. <laughs> uh, Bitterroot, number 13. Bitterroot continues to be badass. Bitterroot, the more they announce about this series as far as the, uh, the movie and all of that, the more collectible this is going to be. Um, th right now, uh, <laughs> issues, just number one. Just number one are really the only ones that are, you know, slightly expensive on the secondary market. Uh, there's, there's first appearances throughout this whole first arc. You know, I don't think Ford pops up until later on. That's, that's my favorite, dude. I could be wrong about that, but, yeah, I don't know. I just, and they haven't necessarily been introducing a lot of, uh, new characters since the first arc. I'll go ahead and say that. I'm not saying expect a first appearance in issue number 13, but what I am saying is that the more they announce about this book, um, the, the more eyes, uh, from collectors that are going to be on this series, and the more the, the series is talked about, um, the, 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 the quicker the, these later issues are going to sell out, you know, so just, it's fucking economics, people, I don't know, uh, great fucking, uh, variant on this Bitterroot book as well, and we've also got Department of Truth, number nine, another super hot series, one, two, three covers on that one, uh, the goddamn Virgin Brads, number five, all right, Jason Aaron's little thingy wrapping up there, um, haha, on its fifth issue. Oh, I love me some clowns, man. I've been digging this series. Uh, you know, some issues better than others, but regardless, fun. Um, let's see. Yeah, a couple covers there as to be expected. Helm Grey Castle, number two. Oh, yeah. yeah I remember this one. Um, I mean, I didn't pick it up, but I, I remember it. <laughs> uh, two covers on that one. Philadelphia's moving along. God damn, I need to catch up on Philadelphia as well. Ugh. Hate being behind on fucking series that I know are good. Um, two covers on that one. David Mack getting a badass fucking variant, as he does. Uh, Made in Korea, number one. Oh, yeah, I remember talking about that, too. A little six-part miniseries. Seems highly political. Uh, Manifest Destiny on its 43rd issue. Two covers there. Monstress. Moving along with its 34th issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Old Guard, Tales Through Time on its second issue. Looks like there's going to be three covers on that one. We got Shadecraft, number three. Couple covers there. Another series that people are fucking talking about, man. People dig it. I think it was already picked up, so it's got to mean something, right? It could also mean nothing, too, because <laughs> shit gets picked up quite often. Um, but just no, I didn't say I didn't say something about it. I can't say I didn't try. Uh, Spawn number 318. You know, you got your three covers on that one. All of them amazing. Jesus Christ. Um, well, the Stray Dogs number three second printing is pretty rad. I dig it. Uh, what is this? Summoner's War Legacy. Uh, is this a video game thing that I'm not... Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, phone video game. At that, a mobile game. Hmm, that hurt my bit tongue. Ow. Uh, <laughs> and then Two Moons, uh, number four. A couple covers there. So those are all the indie books coming out next week. Let's wrap this bad math fagger up with the Marvel. 
All right. Alien number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm clearly... F I better have number three in my fucking pull box next week. Couple covers on that. Goddamn, that Cooper is amazing. Uh, then we got Beta Ray Bill, number three. Show me more scuttlebutt. I know it sounds dirty, but... Let me see it. Let me see her. Mm-hmm. Black Panther. It's time. Um... Yeah, number 25, the final issue. Before they relaunch it, I guess. One, two, yeah, it's the one with like 67 covers. Just pick your favorite kind of art. Uh, and then Black Widow, number seven. There's going to be a first appearance in this one, I hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. The fuck am I looking at? See, I don't, I don't understand why people dig Peach Momoko the way they do. I'm looking at this thinking, I mean, uh, fuck. It's so wrong. All of it. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sit here and talk shit. I just, uh, I'm, I'm legitimately baffled. Make your money, boo-boo, but mm, it's not often going to be from me. Heroes Reborn number four comes out next week. That's exciting, right? And we got Dr. Spectrum on the cardstock variant. <laughs> that means there's going to be a Dr. Spectrum action figure variant. <laughs> Fuck, that's cool. And then uh, Heroes Reborn, Magneto and the Mutant Force number one. And we got, let's see, we got a few covers on that one. Then more from Heroes Reborn, we got Siege Society number one. That's, uh, it looks like Zemo leading some shit. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Young Squadron, number one. There's gonna be a bunch of fucking appearances in that one. Um, where they go, I don't know. Because a lot of them are amalgams. So, I don't know. But wouldn't it be some shit if all of a sudden they did make Miles Morales just Falcon going forward? <laughs> After all of this Miles Morales hype. Oh, fuck, that would destroy so many people. On so many levels. Um, Maestro. War and Pax. Wrapping up with its fifth issue. And then uh, Miles. Speaking of which, Miles. Uh, fucking more Clone Saga. I can't wait to read this one. Number 26. We got New Mutants number 18. Mm-hmm. And we got Reptile. Reptile number one. Of a little four-parter. Uh, <laughs> could be something. Might not be. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's hard to say. You know, I, it's the first ongoing from a character that I'd say about 97% of uh, readers ha haven't heard of, you know? I don't know, but maybe this is the thing that launches them? We'll see. They can't all be zingers, Marvel. They can't all be zingers. Mm -hmm. uh, mm, what is this? Oh, second printing. And we got uh, Star Wars Darth Vader, number 12, tying into War of the Bounty Hunters. You know, um, I'm reading the shit out of Darth Vader, you know, and I'm liking the War of the Bounty Hunters, but I haven't really read much since Alpha, <laughs> so I'm hoping, <sighs> I don't know, I'm hoping I'm not missing too much by not reading Dr. Aphra and Star Wars, I don't know, we'll see, um, if that's the case, then shit, I may just be missing an arc of Vader, um, well, I mean, I'm not gonna stop getting it, but just... As far as what I've read, type I don't know. You know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Uh, Star Wars Doctor Aphra. See this one. This is the one I'm not reading. 
Um, two covers on this one. And we got the Marvels number two. I'm still waiting on my Marvels number one to show up. Actually, um, three of them. All three of the ones that I ordered. They were late to ship to my uh, LCS. And usually when that happens, it could be two or three weeks before... Yeah, well, I think we're going on three or four weeks now. I hope I don't have to remind anybody. We'll see. And then lastly, on the uh, on the books coming out next week in your slots, alphabetically, from Marvel, X-Men, number 20. Two great covers. First one, you got Nimrod. The reintroduction of a Nimrod. Yeah, cool, right? Could be a big deal. But this, this Del Mundo variant, gonna be huge. I just, as far as covers go, I think it's going to be a very collectibly classic cover. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But I've heard a lot of people talking about it. And you don't usually see that, you know, and when you see that with covers, hmm, I don't know. But I also heard a lot of people talking about it pre-pre-order too, so maybe everybody listened to me and actually pre-ordered the book. And if that's the case, and, you know, I, I don't make uh, a couple extra dollars off the extra copy that I speculated on, then that's fine. Because that means motherfuckers pre-ordered their books and not going to be mad at it. This is win-win for me, people. You either don't pre-order your books and I capitalize because capitalism, or you, you do pre-order your books and that means you fucking listen and I'm doing my job, you know? So, <laughs> try, try, try to beat me. Try to beat me. You know? what, what, what are you going to do? Pre-order your books um, and... I don't know. I can't think of a way. <laughs> All right, people, that is it. That does it for this yeah podcast. It's been, what, 314 episodes of the Cheers to Comics podcast now. Pull this priority still going strong, people. Um, I do appreciate you tuning in and taking the time. I hope you uh, you, you, you appreciate the value of the uh, the final order cutoffs. And I don't know. Once again, this isn't information that I share with everybody. You know, I keep it between you and me, you know, and you, I mean the listeners. Um, anything that I'm going to speculate on, I don't talk about it until it's already come out, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, just know that. This is this is somewhat of an advantage you get by listening to the show. Um, all right, well, that, that, uh, that's going to do it. Remember to keep leaving those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate every single one of them that keeps coming in. You guys are fucking amazing um i'm digging all the new listeners that are tuning in i really appreciate all of that um this the show continues to grow people and it, it, it so fucking it makes me so excited this is uh i don't know I, I truly love this shit i don't do it because i feel like i have to even though i feel like somebody has to um you know it's just i i fucking love this shit so i really do appreciate you tuning in all right i'm done fucking rambling i'm done being mushy and gushy and all of that good shit. Um, ah, yeah. That's it. There's tons, tons of good stuff coming out. And, um, yeah. Get excited. All right, people. Well, uh, I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. Remember, I command that you stay safe and you do read responsibly. Cheers. Beggars. Thank you.
Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, just anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. I got the real brains with Brian Wayne. Remember, stay sane. Mm. Hello, and welcome. My name is Terry Mayo. I'm a comic book creator, registered nurse, amateur proctologist, and expert in the paranormal. It is that expertise that brings me here today. In all my travels through the unknown, only one case continues to haunt me to this day. That is the case, buddy. Buddy. It is a case so frightening, it's been kept hidden until now. With the help of fellow comic book creators, artist Dave Schwartz and letterer Zinn, that the true story of Buddy can finally be told to all of you. Buddy number one is a whopping 30 pages, beautifully printed on premium paper. Each physical issue will come bagged, boarded, and signed by writer-creator Terry Mayo. Every backer of the physical tier will receive the rewards in sturdy comic book mailers with the expectation that Buddy will be ready to arrive at all backers' homes by late August. Buddy follows the misadventures of an utterly unassuming hero named Buddy. Buddy is a simple pug who is content to wake up eat, chase birds, fall asleep, repeat. That is, until a doorway to evil enters his home. Buddy is told from the point of view of the household pets, and in a nutshell, it's like Milo and Otis meets The Exorcist. It's a humorous take on the demonic possession genre, and in its own little way is a story the whole family will enjoy, assuming your family is as twisted as mine. There are several tiers available with variant covers, enamel pins, die cut stickers, buddy trading cards, and more. For the very bravest among you, we also have original artwork commissions and original page art from the very first issue of Buddy. We even offer backers the chance to be drawn and featured in future issues of the Buddy Saga. So please, help us get the exciting story of Buddy out to the masses by supporting the Kickstarter and telling every soul you know about it. The world might just depend on it. Please support the Kickstarter.